If I could describe to get my life tour in one word, it would be vulnerability. Showing up for yourself is so important. Welcome to the Get My Life Tour. I'm your host, Lydia T. Blanco. Hey, y'all, and welcome to the Get My Life Tour. It is me, your host, Lydia T. Blanco. And as always, I am hype. I'm so excited that you decided to tune in and listen with your heart. Thank you for showing up. If this is your first time joining me here on the Get My Life Tour, welcome to the center stage. Admission is free. I always tell people all you have to do is be committed. Thank you for being committed. Thank you for being here. And if this is your 30th time, your second time, joining me here on tour. Look, welcome back. You already know what's up. Look, today I am over the top. I don't want to get besides myself, but I'm so hype, right? I have on my Humble Hustler t-shirt right now. I probably have worn it out, okay? Full transparency. And I had to. So, <laughs> I love it. Right? And I, I couldn't be more excited for this conversation because it's been one that has been, I guess, in the making for quite some time now. And I finally got this young man to sit still because he's always doing great things. <laughs> and his name is Lorenzo Gordon, better known as yeah. so. So welcome to the Get My Life Tour. Thank you. I am honored to be on the Get My Life Tour. Like, let me tell you, this is like one of my favorite podcasts. I love the conversations. Yeah. I love the energy. I'm excited, you know. Um, I'm walking in here just with a mindset to just be very full and just transparent. And I'm having a conversation with the homie. So, like, that's even better. So, let's get it. <laughs> yes, come all the way through. Okay. Lorenzo Zo Gordon is an experienced public relations and marketing professional. But what I want to focus on is him being the CEO and the founder of Humble Hustler. I told you that I was wearing a t-shirt and I'm so excited about the work that he's doing in Atlanta and all over with young black men in partnership with both has merchandise, he has programming, he has an incredible story, and that's why he's taking center stage. Zo, you are here. Okay, Zo, so I've given people a bit about who you are, but you are doing incredible things. Let the people know who Lorenzo Zo Gordon is. Yeah, I appreciate that. Um, and I'm, you just reminded me, I need to update my bio. <laughs> but because <laughs> it sounds just so corporate. But anyway, um, so who is Zoe? Like I would I always tell people, you know, Zoe is just a country boy with a big vision. Um, for those who don't know, I grew up in a rural area in Alabama. It's called Grand Bay, Alabama. So population is like 3,000 people. Um, growing up, I always knew I wanted to start a business. I knew I wanted to like create something that I can say is mine and have my name on it. I just needed to like restructure my environment. Uh, those type of guys that's willing to take a risk um, that could lead to greater success or could create a major downfall. Right. But the good thing is, it's kind of like, you know, mm. I'm one of those people just want to take a risk just to kind of get to the next level and just see what's out there. Uh, 
So if I could kind of describe myself in like one sentence, I'll just say country boy with a big vision. <laughs> I love that. And you definitely right. are country. The first time we spoke on the phone, I was like, oh, this is real. Okay, cornbread, cornbread fed fed in real life. Okay. Listen, 10 piece lemon pepper. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> How are we Right, exactly. All right, my bad. My bad, my bad, my bad. All right. No, it's fine. We don't have to get right. together. We can do this forever, okay? Look, okay, you have to say where it is you're from again. Right. I don't want to yeah. shade yeah. your city. It's say Grand Bay, Alabama. So the get, the get my life Bay. tour has made a stop at Grand Bay, Alabama. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> oh, come on, come Grand through Bay. Grand Bay. Okay. Come on. Grand Bay, <laughs> Bay to Grand Bay. What up? <laughs> I love it. Okay, so 3,000 people, and there's always one. Let's, let's okay. just say you're I, the I can one. take that. I'll take that. Let's just say you're the one. Okay, let, um, like, what was it like? So, to be like, I would say it was very structured, right? Um, so, Monday through Friday, we had a system. You, If you are an adult, you, you're going to work. You're getting off work. You're going to the grocery store. You're going home, you know, probably scrolling on Facebook, going to sleep to start the day over again. Friday is kind of like the turn up day. You're getting off work early, getting a haircut, getting your hair done, partying. Sunday is church. After church is Golden Corral. After Golden Corral, you know, is getting. Yeah. You know, it's like, you know, picking back up where you left off the week before. Um, It's very structured. Um, but you know, I will say it's a lot of really like hidden talent in Alabama, you know? Um, so I'm just really hoping in 2021, people are starting to see, you know, some of the stuff that comes out, like even like, um, a well-known producer here in Atlanta, his name is Al Gino. Um, he's from Grand Bay too. So it's a lot of hidden talent out there, I will say. Okay. I think that's so dope. And I, I really appreciate having encounters with people who are from smaller cities Mm -hmm. and smaller towns. It's like we have these moments, right, when we're super tuned in, if we're watching some kind of talent show or a reality TV show, and we hear that people are from these places and they're great and they're doing incredible things. But when we have the conversations one-on-one, I'm like, oh, wow. Right. And yeah, now you're no, absolutely. in like, A lot of people don't realize I grew up like on a farm. Like my we had horses, uh, cows, like Saturdays. My grandmother still have us like in the back of the yard, like trying to catch a chicken for dinner. Like it, it was a real <laughs> country experience. <laughs> but, but yeah, so yeah, I'm, I'm now based uh, here in Atlanta, Georgia. Yeah. Oh, OK. What did that experience teach you about life? Like, you're clearly someone who has grown up using their hands, living mm-hmm. off of the land, and being resourceful. What did I, that you, teach you? You literally took the words out of my mouth. It is to be resourceful. You know, um, like, I think growing up, I'm one of those people, it's hard for me to give up on things because I've always been in an environment where I had to make it work you know, making something out of nothing, you know? So mm. for me, it just taught me to really be resourceful. Like, it's just like, you know, growing up in, in our community, you know, if we lose our job, we're not going to trip about it because we already know the process. You know, we're, we're going we're gonna to bounce back. You know, some people can't really handle that kind of pressure. And I think for me, you know, growing up in the South, um, it really taught me to be resourceful and 
not really just blame a lot of people for certain things, but really just try to figure out, you know, find a solution. Mm. That's good. That's good. That's to be appreciated. It it leads me to humble hustler, right? When I think about the words, the word humble, I think about, you know, humble beginnings. Um, Also, you know, just playing it cool, you know, a little under the radar, but possibly still doing your thing. And then there's that hustle talking about living Mm -hmm. off the land, chasing Mm -hmm. the chickens, you know what I'm saying? Getting to how you lived, right? The culmination of those experiences I assume have led you to where you are today. Tell me more yeah, about so Humble Humble Hustler. Hustler is really a movement, you know, highlighting dope entrepreneurs, corporate innovators, and just <clears throat> the everyday goal-driven person um, that has an ideal or has a goal, and they're not giving up until they reach that goal. Um, and that's kind of like the backstory as to why we dropped the E. Um, the E stands for effort. And if you see our logo, both Humble and Hustle, we remove the E because I feel oftentimes people don't really see the effort that we put in, you know, to reach those goals. They just really see either the finished product or they just mm-hmm. see you evolving, scaling, you know, within your own realm, you know. So that's what Humble Hustle is. So, yeah, you know, mm-hmm. we also we help young brothers here in Atlanta um, start a business or scale their current business through our foundation. Um, it's called Hustle Print. You know, you guys are <laughs> really that. doing work that. that matters. I feel like you work around <laughs> the clock. You know, if I hit you up, I'm, I'm on yeah. this call. I just ended this Zoom. And, you know, Listen, in Atlanta, y'all right. have like COVID. Well, you know, this, we so have the cure to COVID, COVID here. That's the hookah. That's all. Just need to get you a blue mist hookah. You know, you're good. Oh. <laughs> a little blue mist. Okay. Like, <laughs> blue mist. Look. No, let me stop. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot take you. Yo, I'm like, what in the world does that even taste or smell like blue mist? It just honestly makes right. me think about blue mist. No. Like, not even to be stereotypical, but it's just, nah, no. It has no, a mint taste. Really <laughs> right. Oh, interesting. <laughs> you are hilarious. I've been quiet once and now. Right. Look, we know now. Right, but mm-hmm. getting back to that missing E. Because I think that is one of my favorite things about your brand and about how you show up. What efforts did people often overlook in your life as you grew um, up as a young I man? think to, I, I've always had like an innovative approach about certain things. Like before starting Humble Hustler, um, I, I started out in entertainment. So I worked for a radio station. And I also worked for a PR agency. So I always been, I was always that guy with like really dope, innovative ideas, but because it's never, it never has been done before something people didn't really quite want to move, you know, forward with it. So instead, you know, of me trying to force the industry or force my company or my, my boss at the time to like, trust my vision, I decided to just create my own brand and put my vision to, to bring my vision to life, you know, through my resources, my programming, my execution strategies and, you know, all that kind of stuff. Um, and I think in the beginning stage, people always mistaken Humble Hustler as like a T-shirt brand. Like, oh, it's another T-shirt brand that was out here. Um, but mm-hmm. I, for those who know me personally, they know I'm not a fashion guy. Like I always want I always was a guy that wanted to build out a community or a movement. But I knew in order to do that. I had to tie in that fashion component, you know, 
So that's why I wanted my logo to be very simple, just so I can not only produce T-shirts, but I can also produce dope events, you know, panels. I can do community service initiatives. I can do a podcast. I can, you know, do a list of different things under this brand. While when you see that Humble Hustler logo, it's kind of like a walking billboard for the business. People have really taken a liking to what Mm -hmm. you are doing. I've seen mm-hmm. with Goldberg and your shirt. When I wear the shirt, and I know it's mm-hmm. bigger than the T-shirt, right? But when I wear the shirt, whether I'm in New York or in the Bay Area or even traveling, I, I love wearing a shirt at the T-shirt. Mm-hmm. I mean, the T-shirt mm-hmm. at the airport in English, um, because people are kind of like, "Hmm, what is that?" I've sh- I've really uh, striking up or striking up whatever the proper uh, word is. So I many love conversations. It, love it. Um, because of the shirt and people want to know what happened. They're like, um, I, I, yeah. I'm trying to get your chest, but I'm just trying to figure out like the spelling. Yeah. What does that mean? Is this yeah. your t-shirt? Do you sell them? And I'm like, actually, I don't have any of these in my yeah. trunk. Right. But you've been able to build something that speaks to so many people. You know, what does that feel like? To be honest, like it's a beautiful feeling because in the beginning, <clears throat> and not trying to sound like generic, but I had so many people trying to talk me out of, you know, launching this brand, but also making, creating that logo. But I strategically wanted a general regular font and I wanted just that. I didn't want like a, a elaborate logo. I didn't want too many colors. I wanted something real simple that you can put either on a step and repeat or you could put on a T-shirt, you know, and I really wanted this to be like a billboard. When you see it, you instantly know that brand, you know, like I really my goal with Humble Hustler is to be like an Amazon A to Z or a Nike, you know, just do it or Adidas or, you know, Apple, like mm-hmm. anything that's simple, but has a strong message and a, a, a crazy execution behind it. Like that was my focus. Um, so three, three years later, like it's a great feeling to see so many people, you know, supporting the brand and fully having a better understanding of what I'm trying to build and what I'm trying to create. Because uh, I, can, I can tell you right now, like starting a brand and you probably, you know, this too, like starting a brand is probably one of the scariest things for anybody because you have an idea, but right. you also want to make sure that, you know, other consumers in the other world would just receive that idea the same and not, you know, be misled to something different. So to answer your question, it's a great feeling. So I'm just I'm just blessed. And I, I appreciate you for rocking yeah. the gears. I got to send you another pack out soon. So, yeah. Hey. <laughs> right. Talk okay, to me nice. Well, right. Talk to me nice. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate you. You know, I remember when we first connected on Instagram, shout outs to people who Mm -hmm. build relationships Mm -hmm. online and take them offline. And I was like, what this man is doing is so Mm -hmm. brilliant. And to watch it grow, to see you in the classroom with the young men amongst uh, your friends, your peers, your business partners. I'm like, oh my goodness, somebody has to be talking more about what he's doing. And people are, right? I name dropped a little bit because you really are humble. Um, but people have watched you on TV. People have seen your apparel on really high profile mm-hmm. individuals. And I'm glad that it feels good to you, but it is also uh, a testament to the mm-hmm. work that you are doing. And, you know, I just have to ask, what 
inspired you to become <clears throat> a humble I, To be husband. honest, like what inspired me is my was my mom. Um, so growing up, uh, and I'll be brief with this part, but my father, uh, you know, he, he was a big time guy in the city. Um, so, you know, he's a big time drug dealer um, around the wrong, wrong environment. You know, he had, he had pretty much, <laughs> ah, it's crazy. All right. So he's a big time drug dealer, you know, around the wrong environment. Um, the cops told my mom, they like, listen, your phone, you know, your husband's going away for a very long time. You got two options. You can either sign everything over, start your life over. Uh, there's a lot of government assistance programs, foster cares, all these different things that she can sign up for. Or, you know, she could pay for it out of the pocket, you know, put everything in her name. Um, so just a quick backstory. My mom, she's from a smaller town in Alabama. It's called Putnam, <laughs> Alabama. So, like, yeah. So she moved um, to wow. Mobile with my father and she wasn't a college grad. Uh, just, you know very entry level, you know, experience when it comes to work, because again, she was a housewife. Um, so instead of her like separating us, she decided to keep my two sisters and I together and she took over, you know, she kept the house, she kept the car lot. Um, for three years, I watched this woman hustle three jobs, like Monday through Sunday, literally the only off day she had was a Wednesday, but like I was telling somebody else, it really wasn't an off day because she still had to work the next morning at Thursday at 1 a.m. So watching this woman, you know, putting food on the table, keeping a smile on her face, like never giving up. And she never complained. She was always a provider, you know, and she never asked anybody to do anything that she couldn't do herself. Um, just growing up in, the, in an environment like that just really taught me my hustle. Like, OK. I see. So if my mom can do it, I know I can, you know, and I even spoke with my mom about this business. She was like, boy, I raised you. Don't even ask no questions like that. Can you do it? <laughs> you know? So, you know, to get that stamp of approval mm, from somebody that you watch growing up and you're inspired by, you know, to me, it's kind of like the sky's the limit. So, yeah. Wow. It's, it it's like no there's room no room for all. excuse. Right? You already <laughs> yeah. have... No room. Yeah. Excellence without excuse. Shout out wow. to Gloran. No, her name is Gloria, but I call it Gloran. <laughs> my pops, he, he plays a huge role in my life. Like my, my father was, a, you know, he was a businessman too. And when he got out of the jail, you know, he did his time, but he also transitioned his skills into like a more positive movement. So now he's running his own lawn care service and all that kind of stuff. So we, he and I, yeah, we still, yeah, we still have a great relationship. Wow, respect. That's incredible. You know, you are someone who is, you're resilient mm -hmm. and you're giving back. You seem to be very mm -hmm. intentional about how you do business. <laughs> and you're clearly a humble hustler, that. right? Killing it, <clears throat> right? You are welcome. I want to know what has been a get my life moment mm -hmm. for you along yeah. your journey? Because it sounds great. Yes. Yes. How, I how, had how to, to get, get my life. life. July the 11th, 2020 was a get my life moment. Um, so backstory. So, you know, we humble hustler, we started a nonprofit. It's called the humble hustle foundation. And we, we had our first pitch competition on August the 1st. Um, so all of last year while, you know, during this pandemic, I was prepping for this pitch competition. The first time I ever like challenged myself to take the brand to the next level, um, July the 9th, having a conversation with my sister, 
like great conversation, just laughing, just having like a brother and sister moment, talking about anything you could think about, you know, and to the next couple of days, you're getting a text from your other sister that, you know, your sister just unexpectedly had a seizure. And, you know, in my head, I'm thinking like, okay, she's going to make it through. She's had a seizure before, you know, I'm not even going to stress about it. Let me get back to planning this pitch competition. So, you know, and we had like meetings. We we're just, you know, putting the final touches on everything. And my phone is just blowing up, constantly getting just like random messages on Facebook, emails, calls and all this, you know, my sister didn't make it, you know, wow. and she was only 38, you know, um, so she was only 38. She didn't make it. Um, and that moment I had to really just slow the fuck down and get my life, you know, back in order because mm. you mentioned it earlier. Like I, it, it, I do work around the clock. So like my life is kind of like a machine. Like I, when I wake up in the morning, I'm on a call, I'm sending the email out, I'm on Instagram figuring out who I can potentially do business with or which corporate company email I can come in contact with or, if I, you know, whatever. So, like, it's I'm constantly like on a machine. So in that moment, I had to just really slow down and just, you know, just really reevaluate life. Um, but and I will say to this day, not to like put like a, um, a bad mood in the conversation. Like, I really feel like my sister's still here to this day. And I feel like, you know, the reason why I'm receiving so much like success and like acknowledgements now is because she's still here spiritually with me. So I'll say that was my moment. Yeah. That's beautiful. You know, I appreciate your vulnerability Mm -hmm. and your willingness to share that moment. Um, I know that loss and transition is challenging. I, I don't know what it's like to lose a sibling. And I will never say, I know what you're going through. But how were you able to cope with the grief and continue to live intentionally? <clears throat> Surrounding myself with the right energy that aligns with my energy. Um, a lot of people think I, I cap when I say, like, I'm big on energy. Like, and I can sense it like in the first five to 10 minutes of our conversation or interaction. Um, so if I feel like your energy is just not in alignment or it could potentially get me in a different mood, like I just try to remove myself respectfully, you know, um, but just constantly surrounding myself around positive energy, mm-hmm. um, doing great business, you know, because I feel when you do good business, good business come back to you and just, you know, really just look at life as is not promised. So whatever it is you want to do, just go ahead and just at least try. That's how I, that's I always tell my mentees, even if the shit don't work, just try, you know, like that's how I look at life. So you can either say like it was a success or it was a lesson learned, you know? So that's how I view life now. Yeah. I appreciate you sharing that <laughs> energy Let's and gas mentorship. It. Let's talk about it. Okay. Let's talk about it because right. a lot of people act like black people are <laughs> back. They don't mentor. There is yeah. no room for it. It doesn't exist. And there are a right. select few, right? Like the Obamas of the world who are invested in yeah. black and check brown boys. Zoe. And I'm like, well, yes. check out Zoe. Yes. Okay, check out, <laughs> check out Zoe. Let's talk about it. Yes. Look, in let's under talk about 20, mentorship. In under a year. 
not trying to like I'm not cocky at all when I say this, but in under a year, like we were able to impact over 120 young men in high school. And we were yes, you know, and like it's a great feeling, like not even trying to like checklist my life goals or whatever, but it is a great feeling to see like the numbers are, you know, they're growing. And we're not just, you know, connecting with these boys for 30 minutes to an hour and then it's on to the next. Like we're really pairing them up with like local young businessmen that they could like look up to as a big brother. So, so yeah, backstory with humble hustle foundation. So we are an organization. We're all about on a mission to just improve the quality of life and create space and programming and opportunities for our young boys to connect with other businessmen. Um, so we, yeah, we have three different divisions. So it's hustle print, which is our business curriculum. It's a 12 week course. Um, we take these young men through this curriculum and towards the end, they'll have an opportunity to pitch their brand to a panel of judges. Um, the other program that we have is the hustle print music. Um, so we connect young men that are interested in the music industry and we pair them with like singers, songwriters, um, A&Rs, any other list that you could think of in the music space and towards the end of the program, they have an opportunity to pitch for a chance to be the feature on an artist track or the, yeah. Or the label will, you know, sponsor their first um, video. And (laughs) yeah. And the last, (laughs) the last program is our hustle sports and we're in the development (laughs) stage of their program now. Um, But it's just all about um, targeting young men that are interested in going into sports space and just pairing them with like sports agents um, and coaches just for mentorship, financial literacy, and a better understanding of that space. Um, <laughs> listen, come on, mentorship, financial literacy. Yeah. And I love yeah. the, I love the hybrid of yeah. offerings, right? We know yeah. young men love yeah. athletics and entertainment. That's the given. Mm-hmm. But the fact that you have this uh, foundation within your career <laughs> and the fact that you're a black Listen. man creating football out here in these streets come right, on now exactly. look they we, say we you don't are exist. out here we on they the ground just like exist. everybody else we on ig <laughs> I, come on <laughs> Let, you know what look you know i applaud people mm-hmm. who work with you know, the youth. I really do. I volunteer. I have mentees. Yeah. But I am not built for a classroom. Yeah. Let me tell you something. I'm not. I'm really not. Okay? I'm, I'm speaking a bunch right. of my life because somebody's going to have to tutor my kids. Yeah. You know? Or if they daddy smart, that's cool too. But yeah. you are really yeah. invested yeah. And, 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 in giving and it's back. Why? I'm Why? not built for the classroom either. Like, and... For those who know me personally, they always have this little <laughs> quick joke like, yo, Zoe used to always say, fuck kids, you know? So to see him now in this, you know, community <laughs> um, service space is funny. But yeah, so, but that's the, that's the, that's the oh, beauty of our curriculum because like the first two weeks is all about share, it's called share your hustle. Um, and we just break those barriers. All of our young mentees, some of them come mm-hmm. from undeserved communities, some come from different environments. Some are international. So we allow them to really like talk about their upbringings and, you know, what sparks their hustle, why they hustle, whatever. Right. And we do it in a really cool way where it's very lax. We're not judging them, you know, so they can really just be themselves. But, you know, in doing that, it allows the wall to now finally just start to come down. And now they're willing to like learn more about this business lane that we're trying to like instill in them. 
Because like I always tell everybody else, you know, when you're working with kids, the goal is connect to correct. So you have to connect with them first, then try to correct them. But if you're trying to go in correcting them, they're shutting off. They're not paying any attention. So, yeah. So, you know, season three, I promised all um, of the people who were on <laughs> tour with me that there would be some incredible men to, to grace the stage, right? I'm like, okay, y'all, y'all keep asking. They're coming. I promise they're lined mm-hmm. up. And here we are, right? And I, I preface that, um, or the reason why I'm saying that is because it's important for mm-hmm. us to have examples mm-hmm. of how men show up, right? Right? Without using the word should, right? Mm-hmm. Just the, the actual action of how they show up. I will also say this. You and your, I call them an entourage, right? And I say that with all due respect, mm-hmm. but you and your entourage, your friend, your collective, your <laughs> community, you young men are fly, okay? Y'all are put together. You all are handsome. Mm-hmm. And I think that's important to know, right? Yeah. They'll see the picture and be like, okay, so, okay, I see you, daddy, right? But, <laughs> but it's mm-hmm. also important yeah. for the youth who you serve Mm -hmm. to see representation of healthy, Mm -hmm. successful, honorable, Mm -hmm. and noble black men. Oh, it's huge. (laughs) Like I always tell people, you know, not even just in business or entrepreneurship, but just in life period, like your circle of influence is important. And, you know, that's one thing that we really, really focus on, you know, at humble hustler, you know, like, DJ Lewis, you know, he is the program director, but he comes from a corporate background. So he's able to really, really bring that corporate culture to our organization, you know, to the brand and to the company. Um, And we're learning from him. Um, Rip, he he's he's in real estate, but you would think he's a coach in his past life. So he's always big on like motivating the boys. And, you know, if they're (laughs) late, 25 push ups, if they don't have the shirt, 50 push ups, like. You know, he he brings that energy. Um, and then we have Marcus, who comes right. from more of a brand marketing background, but he's extremely innovative. So he looks at things from a different lens. And then we have Kevin. You know, he comes from an accounting background. So he makes sure the paperwork and the numbers are correct. And then we have Jonathan, who's big on just structure and admin. And he's just making sure, like, everything is organized. So when it's time to do the taxes and, you know, when somebody's requesting a document, you know, he's that person. And then we have Damar who's like crazy with the graphics and the creative direction for the brand. So I feel like I'm, and you know, people always say we fly and I appreciate that, but it's not even a part of the, you know, the requirements It's just the energy. Like I think we're humble hustler. You just have to, (laughs) you funny, (laughs) but (laughs) I think, you know, like you just, you just have to think outside the box (laughs) and you just have to be that go-getter. Like, we're not a team that just talk about it. Like we're a team that actually talk, but we also execute at the same time. So, yeah. <laughs> That's right, what you know makes what you all so attractive, right? And no, no, look, no, stop. I'm not, I'm not flirting. With you. Funny, <laughs> funny. So maybe I am. I'm not, I don't know. My business. What I'm saying is, <laughs> what I'm saying is, is that that mm. is what attracts the masses. Right. Seeing healthy black Mm -hmm. men do their work and also give back 
is attractive in mm-hmm. what you all are doing as you do the work is normalizing that. A lot of us have had that experience. Some of us have not. And then there are a number mm-hmm. of people who don't think it exists. I keep saying that because it's so true. You know, I don't have the experience of being a black man. You do. And I I think it's fair to say that you have an understanding mm-hmm. yeah. that people act like you don't exist. Right. And that's why I talk about uh, the level of attractiveness yeah. as you show up, because how we show up matters. And I could only imagine what it is that the boys yeah. receive when you all show up the way you do. And as you all are in community, how did you learn how to be in Yo, such healthy communities just, with other you know, black men? Creating like a diverse group of businessmen, like for me, has really helped me scale in life, um, you know, because. Again, growing up in Alabama, I was only mm. around one type of black male. Um, but transitioning to it in Atlanta, I'm exposed to black men in accounting, black men in corporate, black men in banking, black men in, in a, you know, in the law field. Um, just so many different areas. And I'm learning from each and every last one of these brothers. And I'm seeing like how they move within their own space. And it kind of motivates me to, you know, move that same way. Um, now, again, I can't, you know, conform and be one particular person. I can only be me, but I can also learn from my brothers, you know, and I learn just from their experience. So that has really helped me grow. And now I move with intent. You know, when I think about like, for an example, if I'm pitching um, an event to State Farm, you know, I'm going to reach out to DJ like, hey, can you review this, bro? And look at it from a corporate lens and let me know your thoughts, you know, um, or if I'm looking, speaking with the tax lady or the IRS and they are asking for this document, I can speak with Kevin and he can kind of like educate me on certain things moving forward. So I wouldn't have to ask him anymore. So, you know, I guess just having that diverse group of brothers around me, um, it, it allows me to really grow. Hmm. Does it help Absolutely. you to be more vulnerable? Because it's funny. Every, day every last one of us, we we have different experiences, different challenges. But at the end of the day, you know, we can all say we can relate in some capacity, um, and, and we don't judge. You know, like we all are dealing with different things, and that's the beauty in our, you know, our brotherhood is that it's common. It's life. You know, we all come from different environments. And that's one thing that we can say is when we have in a moment, let's talk about it. You know, let's figure out a solution and just go up from here. I appreciate that. Yeah. I love how you shouted each one of them out to yeah. my hat is off to each of them. Right. And it just speaks to your, the love. And yeah. Respect yeah. Cause like this brand, like humble hustle so is not just a brand moving just because of Zoe, like it's a team effort. <laughs> Anytime I get a chance to shout the team out, like I, I do it because I know for a fact, you know, I, I salute them too, just like I salute myself. You know, I salute them and I salute our mentees for just going above and beyond. Like, so, yeah, so far we've had like five of our mentees from the last cohort yes. purchase their LLCs. And just to see these, right, just to see these young brothers like really invest $125, you know, into a piece of paper that, that you can't wear, right. you can't like it's not Jays. It ain't no fit. It ain't you know. Yeah, it's just a piece of paper. But they're investing in their business. So to see them like take that next step, like it's just it's a dope experience. It's a dope feeling. You know, I always tell people, and it's uh-huh. right on a t shirt. I'm gonna send you one. It's done, right? Mm-hmm. But yes. how yes. you live your life is your business. 
Right. And I tell people all the time, it's not to be snarky. When I first set mm-hmm. out to create this, this tour and decided to show up for myself, I was like, oh mm-hmm. my gosh, I need to get my finances in order. I need to make sure that my mental wellness is on point and mm-hmm. all of mm-hmm. these things. And I was like, yo, that's my business. Right. So how you live your life is your business. What have you learned about Zoe? As you do business, yeah. So personally, I enjoy like doing business with people that I can learn from. Um, you know, like I'm like just recently, I'm now studying this mm-hmm. whole business credit and established business credit. And you know, when there's any opportunity for me to be a student in a business deal or in a conversation or in a meeting, like I got my pen and paper out, like I'm ready to take notes. You know, um, so yeah, like and I yeah. think in doing that, like I feel like it's okay to be a student in this space because we don't know all the answers, you know, hell, we, we already had a late start, you know what I'm saying? So I feel, you know, right now I'm just really, really trying to learn more about like business credit and learning more about like doing your taxes for your business because, you know, now I feel like I'm trying to like transition from that startup space to more of that mid corporation kind of thing going on, but I know it's impossible to do so. if I don't really know the business. I really admire um, is how you really just are living. Like you're doing business. Mm -hmm. You are in healthy community with your Mm -hmm. peers. It sounds like you value family and you are just, you're thriving, right? I'm like, you're thriving. So you out here in these streets, you're Mm late, you're thriving. Like, I appreciate that. You know what I'm saying? I'm here for it. What you're I, welcome. I, what as long as I have some energy and air in my blood, like I'm I'm going. Like I think really to be honest, like I'm on this journey to become valuable. Um so I really want to be a guy that's okay. Okay. Mm. Pause. <laughs> Pause. Pause. Because <laughs> what you're not gonna do is just skip <laughs> over. That boy, yeah, okay, like, EP on, on the way. Let's Let find out who needs to be on my next album. <laughs> that's my goal. Like that's my focus. Like that. That's what keeps me going. Because when you're a valuable person, people just they respect you and they look at you extremely different. Like you don't really have to go through all the loopholes, right? When you're a valuable person, because anything that you do, they're going to trust it because you've already put in the work. You've already showed them, you know, who you are, and. It goes back to what I was saying. Like, you know, when you do good business, good business come to you. So, yeah, that's what keeps me going. <laughs> yeah, that's so deep. <laughs> she that's said, so hold deep. on, wait, 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 I'm wait. Like, what? <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. We wasn't ready. Y'all, on, on a journey, on a mission to become a valuable person, so many of Mm-hmm. The encounters, the exchanges, mm-hmm. ooh, or lack mm-hmm. thereof, right? That either take place or don't is because yeah. we aren't adding value to one another, right? Or to what someone is doing. I just think that is so. Okay. Important. I love it. I love and it. And I'm going to take that with me too. So look, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to adopt that. <laughs> yeah. I think that that's, look, that's the standard. It, it really yeah. is. And a lot of people aren't operating or even in pursuit of that. You know, like, 
what makes you mm-hmm. the man that you are? You've given us so much, but I just have to ask, like, why do we get this though? Like, what has gone I don't know. into like, I us think, getting you know, the that we're getting today? In in my you know in in my career, you know, I think being overlooked so many times has really, really like been like that burst of energy that I needed to just release myself from other people's vision and other people's policy and, you know, their culture and just start creating my own, you know? And I think one thing I'm big on is, you know, consistency and being patient and understanding that, you know, anything is not like success is not going to happen overnight. You have to put in the work, you know? So it's all about figuring out your purpose creating that one, you know, that 160 mindset um, transition and just really, really being a student to this space and understand like your time will come, but you have to first put in the work, stay consistent, patience. And again, going back to what I always say, continue to do good business. So, yeah. yeah. So you are, you're on the money, right? Ah, this has been incredible i feel like i have a million other questions to ask you and you're like go ahead and ask me but i'm like i want to be respectful of your time (laughs) as well oh you're great okay Uh so we've gotten to the point on the tour okay where it's time for you to drop (laughs) the mic I feel like you've already picked it up and thrown it down and like i'm not even sure if this thing is really on (laughs) right now like hello <laughs> okay, so uh I heard back from my sound guy. We're good. Uh okay. but look, take a moment, think about what your mic drop moment is. Okay. Your circle of influence is important. C O I. Like it's hard for you to be great in this world if you don't have, you know, that influence around you, whether they're being somebody in accounting, somebody in baking, somebody um in law, um, anything, or you know fitness whatever your goals is wherever your goals is in life like your circle of influence is important so figure out your purpose have fun in your purpose and just continue to do great work let people know how they can stay connected with you and yeah you know, so really tap follow me on instagram um twitter as well as facebook um it's who is zo w-h-o-i-s-z-o uh definitely tap in the brand um it's at the humble hustler and of course humble hustler is without the ease um and you know check out our website is www.humblehustler.com and yo shout out to lydia bro and shout out to the get my life tour like y'all off the y'all y'all pop okay you know and as always if you want to stay connected with the get my life tour visit our digital home to get my life tour.com Register for the newsletter. Of course, I want to hear from you. Let me know what you thought about this stop on the tour. Review, download, subscribe, wherever you listen to this podcast. And if you have some feedback, be kind, but email me at joinmeaffigetmylifetour.com. And if you'd like to stay connected as I pursue my work journalistically or just professionally, be sure to connect with me at Lydia T. Blanco on all social platforms or visit LydiaTBlanco.com. <laughs> so, there is no one like you, and I'm so glad that you exist that so and that much. you show up the way that you do. <laughs> All right, y'all. It has been real. I will see you right back here on the Get My Life Tour. Until the next time, peace. Peace.